A Florida politician says the coronavirus can be cured by blowing a hairdryer up your nose. And a naked couple was found wrestling in a car outside a Florida mall during a fight about a pee napkin. <laughs> and a mystery diner leaves a $10,000 tip at a Florida restaurant. These are all the weird stories for Friday. It's Florida Friday, guys. And we're going to lead you into the weekend with the weirdest stories from Florida this week. And I know you love it. We all love it. Florida, baby. It doesn't get any better. Smoke a fatty and laugh it up with Jonesy in Weird AF News. Oh, yeah. A Florida politician says that the coronavirus can be cured by blowing a hairdryer up your nose. <laughs> a local Florida politician has apologized. Oh, I'm glad he's apologized for being a dummy. Uh, he told the public at a meeting that blowing a hairdryer up your nose can cure the coronavirus. <laughs> what is he, six years old? What's this idiot's name? Okeechobee is the name of the place. Okeechobee County Commissioner Bryant Culpepper. He bragged about his background as a paramedic as he hailed the madcap cure he saw on, quote, one of the foremost doctors who has studied the coronavirus on late night cable TV. <laughs> Guys, don't worry, I'm a paramedic, okay? You can cure the coronavirus with simply blow-drying up your nose. Get a, get a hair dryer. You can get one at Costco. It's no sweat. Just blow it up your nose. If you get coronavirus in your hair, you just get a hair curler, and you just twist it around the virus, and it'll make it go away. Did you guys know that a toothbrush could cure the coronavirus if you get it in your ass crack? You can just scrub it down there. <laughs> just goes away. Listen, I'm a paramedic, all right? Or I used to be anyways in my in my late teens. So I know what I know what how to do this. I know what's going on here, okay? I once did the Heimlich maneuver on somebody that had the flu. So I know all about the coronavirus and how to cure it. I watch a lot of late night cable TV too. Those doctors on there, they really know what's going on. This guy's selling a cure on there. It's a, a mixture of Coca-Cola and Mountain Dew. I I suggest everybody buy his concoction. <laughs> this guy's in charge of shit. That's what worries me. Of course, this is the one state that, uh, although you're a total, like, idiot maniac, okay, with no common sense whatsoever, you could still be, I don't know, you could still contribute to local politics <laughs> on a high level. He's a commissioner of some sort. <laughs> Here's a quote. This sounds really goofy, and it, and it did to me too, but, but trust me, it works. That's what he told the people at the meeting, caught on video. Oh, he's caught on video saying this? The answer, the answer was you use a blow dryer. You, you hold a blow dryer up to your face. You know, you inhale with your nose and it kills all the viruses that are up inside your nose, you know. <laughs> or if you just want to just go to the side of a volcano, right? You know, that steam that's coming up. Just put your face right over that. Put your face in the volcano steam and it kills everything that's in your face. All the viruses it goes right up your nasal cavity. Here's another quote from this moron. Sometimes the cures for some of these diseases are very simple, guys. <laughs> Yeah, you look in the mirror and clap three times and say, virus be gone, virus be gone, virus be gone, and it just goes away. Guys, sometimes these cures for these diseases is very simple. Let me tell you about my cancer cure, okay? Let me tell you about the cancer. It involves uh, it involves <laughs> a volleyball <laughs> and a piece of tape. <laughs> you just tape the volleyball to whatever area of your body you got cancer, okay? <laughs> you, do, you hop on one leg, next thing you know, bam, cancer's gone. His, this guy's widely debunked claims were met with silence before an awkward okay. 
and another member of the commission warning against misinformation over the potentially deadly virus. I love that, how they didn't, they're just a moment of silence as everybody's awkward, and then someone else just says, guys, we should be wary of misinformation when it comes to this thing. It's nice to know that other people on this uh, Florida political board have a brain. Uh, this was met with a far more hostile audience online, of course, because when you go to the online community, it's uh, it's more widespread. It it reaches past the boundaries of the state of Florida, which you know you need to to get to get more hostile audiences when somebody says something this dumb. Let's see what the rest of the world said. This guy was called dangerously ignorant, a special kind of stupid, and dumb as an effing rock on his own Facebook page. Yes, he is. He's dumb as an effing rock. Misinformation is deadlier than the actual virus, said one critic on Facebook. A few days later, this guy Culpepper offered a heartfelt apology for angry exchange exchanges he had with critics online, as well as, quote, the embarrassment I caused to my fellow commissioners and my staff. This guy's got a staff? Wow. This guy's ordering people around. He's got projects for them. Can you imagine? Can you imagine this guy's your boss? This dumb hairdryer virus cured idiot is your boss? Wow. Here's another quote from this guy. I will not offer any more suggestions unless they are tried and proven, <laughs> asking for forgiveness for anything offensive that he may have uttered. <clears throat> I will not offer any more suggestions unless they're tried and proven. You mean you didn't try the hairdryer method on your own coronavirus or someone you love? No? I'll not offer any more suggestions. I got news for you, Culpepper. You can offer all the suggestions you want, uh, but no one's going to listen to you, asshole, at all. Not from now on out. Not from now on out. What's wrong with me? Not from now on. After that, after your stupid hairdryer cure, no one's going to listen to you. So you can say whatever you want, man. And by the way, I don't think you should be forgiven for anything offensive that you've uttered. I don't think this type of uh, just dumb brain activity is forgivable. I just really don't. I really don't. I'm, and I'm sad for the people in your community who, uh, for some reason, their the community resources are happen to be in your hands. <laughs> so... <laughs> I can't imagine how Okeechobee County's running over there. <laughs> like, what other cockamamie solutions do you have for the community's issues? I just don't, I, I don't even want to hear them, to be honest with you, Culpepper. Uh, let me end this story by telling you guys, make sure you listen to doctors and not politicians at times like this. <laughs> a naked couple was found wrestling in a car outside a Florida mall during a fight about a pee napkin police say. Pea napkin. Like any good Florida story, this one begins with a naked couple brawling inside a car parked at the mall. <laughs> yes, it does. Oh, lovely. Let's get into the details about this. This is Clearwater. Police say a couple was found naked wrestling inside their vehicle, which was parked outside a mall. They got into a fight about a pea napkin after they had some sex. Witnesses called 911 on Sunday when they spotted a 21-year-old Robert Janice of Minnesota and his girlfriend engaged in a naked fight. And when the deputies arrived, they separated the two of them and noticed that the woman had some injuries on her neck. The officers say the woman told them that she and her boyfriend had sex in a car outside the Clearwater Mall, you know, because this is a this is a very romantic place, Clearwater, Florida, you know. People just getting it on in a car outside a mall, you know. She claimed she needed to urinate, so she stepped out of the car, did so, and used a napkin to wipe herself clean, but then accidentally tossed the napkin onto her boyfriend. Oh boy, little pea-soaked napkin. It was an accident. Maybe the wind was blowing. 
maybe an alligator knocked it onto him with its tail. I don't know. But apparently after that happened, an argument started. She got back into the vehicle. This guy Janice was yelling at her for throwing the pee napkin at him. The records show. The records show the suspect was yelling at her for throwing the pee napkin at him. Things turned very physical when Janice choked the woman for three se- for three seconds. How did they three seconds? Causing her breathing to be restricted until she was able to yell for help, according to the affidavit. Police said that Janice admitted that the two had been drinking and he got angry. Yes, I mean if you if you're having sex in a car in a parked in a Florida mall, chances are you you've been drinking. You're on some chemicals. Um, you're trying to you're trying to squeeze the lemon when it comes to your love life here. You're trying to get the most out of your love life that you can, and sometimes that's just a blowjob in a mall parking lot in Florida. And uh, he does he did admit he got mad when she threw the pee napkin at him. It doesn't sound like she threw it at him. It sounds like she threw it, but it just landed on him. Um, be thankful she didn't just throw it on the ground, okay? Because this is Florida where no one really recycles pee napkins or anything else. You know, she kept it in the car. You know, she was planning on throwing it away when they got next to a trash barrel eventually or maybe some sort of recycling receptacle. Although I find it very hard to believe that there's any recycling receptacles in the state of Florida. I really, this is, it's the most unwoke place in existence. Uh, this guy says he got mad, uh, but he, he wouldn't say how the fight turned physical. He claimed the injuries to her neck might have happened earlier in the day when they were at the beach. <laughs> at the beach, what doing what? Swimming with sharks? Janice, what are you talking about? And now, you know, I'm looking at a photo of this Janice character. I mean, he looks like a child, really. I mean, he's uh, just a pimply-faced teenager. Uh, you know, just trying to, he's trying to make love work. It's just very, it's really hard when you're that young, you know. We've all been there, right? You just, you do what you can. You find a parking lot. You, you try and find somebody who'll accept you for you and all your whiteheads. And then, uh, and, and, and you hope and pray that everything works out. You know, and in Florida, most of the time, it, let's, let's just be real, huh? These relationships, they're not, they're not working out. They're just not, you know, I I particularly feel bad for the girlfriend because, you know, she's just trying to make love work as well. And, you know, he, she's, she didn't mean to throw a pee napkin on the fella. I assume that's unless maybe that's something that they're into. She's into. That could be a thing. You know, people do sometimes bring urine into the lovemaking. I don't know why or how it works. Uh, I have no zero experience in that category. Um, I'd imagine in Florida, though, people are doing that. People really are. And let me tell you something. If you're going to be afraid of any urine in this world, it's Florida urine for sure. If a, if a Floridian pees on your foot, you're probably going to get high. Let's be real. That being said, uh, anybody in Florida want to mail me their urine because I'm isolated right now <laughs> and I'm running out of marijuana? <laughs> Thankfully, they do deliveries in California, though. Ha ha. I don't know where you guys live. But yeah, weed can be delivered to me. You're welcome. A mystery diner leaves a $10,000 tip at a Florida restaurant. This is a lovely feel-good story. Unlike all the degenerative stories that typically come out of Florida, I was so pleased to find this weird Florida story that's actually uplifting uh, during a difficult time that we're all going through. Uh, Florida as well. Naples. The owner of a Florida restaurant is trying to figure out who left this very generous $10,000 tip just before the state's restaurants were ordered to close their dining rooms due to the coronavirus pandemic. The man's generosity meant that 20 staffers at the Pavilion restaurant in Naples each got an extra $500 just before they were laid off. The owner of this restaurant, Pavilion, 
Ross Edland is his name. He says the man who handed the stack of cash to a manager is a regular customer. He must know this guy. I'm very impressed that it was cash, actually. This guy, you know, this means he planned it from the get-go, unless he's carrying around $10,000 in cash, um, which could be possible given all the um, crime going on in Florida. I mean, we don't know what this person's into. Um, but a heart of gold right here for, for doing this, for sure. Knowing that these, the wait staff and everybody's just going to go home for the most part, especially wait staff, really, because there's no dine-in services at these restaurants. I feel terrible. When I get the takeout, right, I, I, I look around and, and I, you know, I want to tip the, the hostess for getting me the takeout because, I mean, she's risking her life being there. And, uh, and there's no wait staff to tip either. So you just, I, mean, I give them a little bit of money and I hope for the best here. I, it's tough for everybody working in the restaurant business right now. I feel terrible for them. This owner of this place says the man who handed the stack uh, is a regular customer. He knows the table that he prefers on the patio where he frequently dines, but they want to know his name to thank him. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. Maybe this guy listens to Weird AF News. Hey, bro, with your little heart of gold and your very your giving attitude, I really like what you do. And, uh, yeah, you should let them know who you are. Call the show, why don't you? 646-450-2012. It's not going to happen. This guy's not listening to the show, but imagine if he was. Imagine if he was. Uh, the owner of this place, by the way, estimates that he had to lay off 90% of his of his staff as the restaurants have been forced to close and residents are asked to stay indoors and practice social distancing. He will continue the takeout service, though. I want you guys all to know. Oh, the place is called Skillets, by the way. Skillets. Looks like Skittles. But yes, S-K-I-L-L-E-T-S. Oh, and isn't that lovely a feel-good story coming out of the state of Florida? People people are actually are, are practicing... A reasonable level of humanity there after all um it's unfortunate that it takes a virus to bring it out of them but you know hey what are you gonna do it's let's just be grateful and if uh if any of you guys can take anything from this particular story it's that uh you know even floridians can be can be good people uh you know which is not what i was what i had hitherto believed <laughs> hitherto would i get that word i don't know I, I read a little bit what can i say and maybe you guys can take some uh, encouragement from a story like this to maybe give back to the community as well. Maybe you want to adopt an old grandparent for a day and keep them company. Or um, maybe you want to, I don't know, Skype with a homeless person because they're lonely and they're living in a tent. Um, you know, just during this time, it's very crucial for us to consider giving back to the community, uh, giving back to industries that are struggling right now. If you have a local place that you want to support, tell people, say, hey, man. You guys should get. You guys should order from Ernie's Empanadas. Okay, I love their empanadas, so order from them. Maybe you post it on your Facebook page. I've seen a little bit of that. People posting, "Hey, there's a coffee shop that I love that uh, they're struggling that round. If you could just swing by and get some takeout there, some some coffee to go, help out the owner. This guy's a this guy's struggling. This kind of stuff. Help your community out. Um, do good things at a time like this. And you know, you can even tell me about it. I, I would love to hear your little story. Uh, Funnyjones at gmail.com is the uh, is the email. You know the number. You guys know. Something strange in the neighborhood. Who are you going to call? Jonesy!
Hey, I hope you enjoyed the Florida Friday stories. Only on Weird AF News do we do Florida Fridays. And I know it's one of your favorite segments, episodes. So hope you enjoy it. Hope you're safe this weekend. want to thank everybody who's reached out to me and offered to send me things. Um, Kelly Dunn, by the way. Big, big shout out and love to Kelly Dunn for sending me the Wild Iris coffee from Prescott, Arizona. And it's delicious. It's a medium roast. Uh, they're located in downtown Prescott. Wow. Downtown Prescott, Java. So cool. I love receiving coffee or any drugs, to be honest with you. Uh, I made my coffee this morning, by the way, and I put a large chunk of butter in it. I'm doing the the butter coffee, which is really great. A, A nice alternative if you don't have creamer or milk or anything like that. Just plop a little hunk of butter in your coffee. Oh, man. Delicious. So thank you, Kelly. Big shout out to you. Also want to give a shout out to Dustin Richards who reached out to me on Twitter and said, "I think you're essential, Jonesy, during these trying times." Yes, I'd love to hear that I'm essential. I don't know if I'm really essential. Uh that essential. I mean, I'm not as essential as some hand sanitizer right now, but let's like let's be real. I mean, I'm not something that you need like 20 pumps of a day. Maybe one pump a day. That's you get one pump of Jonesy a day. Well, that's not very sexual. Uh David Perry, my man. David, I want to thank who uh, has joined the Patreon, and that makes me so pleased. Uh, I wrote David a little message. Uh, Sweet, sweet guy. We've been talking on Instagram, and um, I appreciate you joining the Patreon. He wrote, uh, It's the least I can do, Jonesy, for the quality and the work that you give us. Hope you're being safe, my friend. Take care, Dave. Yeah, thank you, Dave. Hope you have a great weekend, buddy. Hope you're safe as well. Hope you are all safe, uh, and uh, that you're with loved ones or not maybe you're isolated and if if you are i hope that you have some people that you can interact with via the the web or um carrier pigeon or something i got an email from colin he wrote regarding your mentioning of the adopting the elderly uh, many years ago i was a regular volunteer at a nursing home in virginia i can tell you there's nothing more fun than chatting with an elderly person who's been socially distanced for years By fun, of course, I mean depressing. However, that is not always the case. Oftentimes, an elderly person will come out with some of the funniest things you, you have heard, even if they can simultaneously be racist and derogatory. My grandmother in law dropping the N bomb at Easter dinner, for example, was hilarious. Uh, yeah, you know, my my grandmother actually is uh, still is slightly racist as well, and she says things about she says things about Puerto Ricans. <laughs> It's just hilarious. I don't know which. Like, Grandma, what do you got against the Puerto Ricans, man? Just chill. You know, it's hilarious how someone can just get so specific with a group. You know, it's like, I don't know, maybe a Puerto Rican person smashed into her car, like, back in 1988, and she just got something against Puerto Ricans. (laughs) So bizarre. And I love Puerto Ricans. I absolutely, absolutely love Puerto Ricans, and I cannot convince her that they're okay. I just can't. I gave up. I'm like, okay, Grandma, say that derogatory shit every thanksgiving i mean it's just a mess she blames everything on the puerto ricans so funny this is what old people do though so colin has a good point you know these old people it's like hanging out with them can be funny really can be funny um uh i want to thank everybody who sent me florida articles it was extremely helpful shout out to ryan as always uh and uh Follow me on the social medias if you feel like it. It's at Funny Jones, F-U-N-N-Y-J-O-N-E-S on Instagram and Twitter. And on Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. And I just uploaded a video to my YouTube channel, which is Funny Jones, if you want to watch this. Uh, this is the result of being isolated and totally bored. 
uh, last night. I I watched this nature video with this guy. They call it like, uh, I don't know, bushwhacking or something. Uh, he's like a wild man. He's out in the middle of the woods by himself. He builds a tent and then he he bakes bread from scratch in the middle of the, in his tent. He builds a stove inside the tent. He bakes bread and then he makes stuffed peppers in the tent in the middle of nowhere. I couldn't believe it. Anyways, he makes these things and he doesn't say anything. So I thought I would do a narration over the video and then I uploaded it to YouTube and then I, I then I posted it on my Facebook page as well. So it's Comedian Jonesy if you want to see. It's a link to a YouTube video, but it's uh, it's me and another dear close comedian friend of mine uh, narrating this this guy in the wilderness baking bread inside his tent. It's freaking hilarious. And by the way, you learn a lot. Like I was blown away by what this guy's building and using to like who who'd have thought you could make stuffed peppers in the middle of the woods really blew me away uh last lastly i got a patreon yes i do i got a patreon uh i actually up i just uploaded the video into patreon as well a link to the youtube video uh in the patreon so you guys can you guys will get that delivered to you then and if you join the patreon you'll just see it right there patreon.com slash weird af news you can join you can give Jonesy a couple bucks, which will go to his isolation marijuana fund. <laughs> just kidding. It goes to books. Yeah, I'm just going to read a lot of books, you know, just take the time to educate myself because I'm not that bright. <laughs> Believe it. Uh, yeah, patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Support the show. Uh, lastly, I hope you guys have a great weekend um, and uh, reach out to me if you're feeling lonely. All right. Take care of yourselves. Sounds to me like that guy over there in Madrid, Spain, in the in in, in the old uh, Latina district. Yeah, you're right, Jonesy. He's out there looking for some kunana. You know what I'm saying? Because the rain on the plane falls mostly in Spain, and I'm insane if you think that that man's playing Pokemon. All right. Now, who needed the CDC and uh, a pandemic to tell them that butt munching was not one of the most healthiest things to take part in? <laughs> Hey, Jones, it's Michael from Iowa City. Uh, on your story that you did most recently about the young influencers licking various uh, items out in public and doing the coronavirus challenge, uh, one of them specifically was licking a toilet seat out in the public and then saying coronavirus challenge, y'all. Well, I saw on Daily Mail TV show last night, he's been hospitalized with the coronavirus. So... I guess he got what he deserved. Okay, just wanted to fill you in on that. Take care. Bye-bye. Hey, Jonesy, this is Sparky. And I see you're living out there in the desert, like a little jackrabbit or something. Here's a little tidbit for Fridays, Florida Fridays. Out of the nine worst-hit states in this country, Florida's number six, and they still refuse to do any type of restrainment or containment. I don't know. Look it up. Check it out. It's kind of crazy. Well, there you go. That's Florida. Hey, Jonesy. It's James and Angel in Texas. Hi. I haven't talked to you in a while. Just kind of give you a status on our corona coronavirus life here, which is actually been pretty normal, except for the fact that toilet paper is in, in uh, great need everywhere in the nation since uh, 
all the hoarders out there are picking it off the shelf. But, but, hey, we, have, but we have enough for now. We have enough for now. We, uh, we did have a donation, so thank God for that. And since uh, this stuff started, we actually uh, have had a, a pipe leak. We've had a mold problem, and now we have no kitchen because they're reconstructing the kitchen. So it's been a great time, great last few weeks. And we have a new puppy. Yep, there we have a new puppy. And she is a handful, I'll tell you. Anyway, we're glad to hear you that you're doing well. And all of our fellow weirdos out there, keep safe. Don't lick any toilets. Don't stand on any volcano rims. And just stay home and, I don't know, play games or whatever. Make the best of it. Call a friend. Talk to you later, Jonesy. Bye-bye. Bye. Alexa, disconnect. Alexa, hang up. Hey, Jonesy, Dallas from Minnesota. I got a comment on those weird idiots who are licking toilet seats and stuff like that for the corona challenge. Um, some things that, that that news article is not putting on there, and they really should, is, uh, you know, doing stuff like that can actually land you jail time, um, particularly if you do it in, like, a grocery store where uh, you're doing product tampering. Uh, if, if they go into a grocery store and lick a bottle and put it back on the shelf, you know, you could be looking at five to 15 years in prison for something like that uh, simply because of not only the fact that it's product tampering, but when someone finds out that something like that has happened in the store, they have to remove every product because they don't know which one that person would have licked. They're not going to go through the testing of, of DNA testing against each bottle, find out which one that person uh, licked because it's going to be less of a cost to just throw it out. Um, you know, so that's definitely one thing to consider. Uh, I don't know if you remember uh, – a little bit ago where people were doing that in, in grocery stores, they were opening up ice cream containers and licking them and, uh, um, you know, opening up mouthwash and spitting it back in. Some of those people are actually caught and they are now sitting in jail because of that. Uh, so, you know, something that really, that they really should be bringing up instead of like, you know, I, I agree. We all know what the consequences towards another person could be, but, but, uh, you know, maybe we could scare some people against doing it if they knew the consequences against themselves. But I guess they probably don't care because they're licking toilet seats. And I, I agree with you. I would never, ever lick a pole in a New York subway. I wouldn't lick anything in New York. It's fucking gross over there. You know, <laughs> doesn't make any sense at all. And that dolphin story, that guy does need some help, some mental help. There's no reason to even consider doing something like that. That's my two cents, Jonesy. Talk to you later.